0: hope this episode isn't like too long or like weird it's gonna be it's gonna be a a bit of a different one because we're reviewing five movies instead of just yeah i'm i'm a
1: little afraid
0: (laughs) (laughs) i also am afraid because it's 8 a.m and i i do not have the energy that i typically have at our uh podcast recording sessions, but that's okay.
1: I don't know. Do you remember that time that I like woke up next to you and you were like deceased inside and I was like, Oh my gosh, have a good morning, like oh my gosh, guys. Um, and you were like, I don't Julia, remember because I, you you I was deceased inside. <laughs> <laughs> you were just like, please, like spare me, like <laughs> like give me ten minutes away from you. And I was like, Oh, okay, hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I'd be like,
2: "Oh, that's a caffeine addicted person." But I'm like that too, but I stopped drinking caffeine months ago. So oh, really? Yes. Good for you. No, it's not it's not like, "Oh, I'm going to take it upon myself to look after my health." No, it's that the caffeine was making me nauseous and dizzy each time Aww. I consumed it. And I was like, "Wow, this this cannot go on. This
0: cannot go on. I have this my coffee with here with me here right now."
1: Wow. The real special you, guest. You looked like you were gonna pass out while you said that. Like, you were like, look, like the physical, like, exertion, ex- exertion, yes, exertion. exertion of you lifting up a coffee cup. You were like, this is already too much. Like, it's fine. Everything uh, will be fine. I'm fine. I'm awake. I promise. Okay. Well, I'm Julia. And I'm Lizzie.
2: And I'm Emma.
0: We're a special guest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, welcome to Partial Guidance. An adultish guide to teen movies. Well, I guess I will say, get repaired, guys, because we don't know how this episode is going to be. We're all a little afraid. We uh-huh. had a lot of technical things to work through this morning. And just for the past week, like things have not, yeah. not been Gucci. Usually we cheap. record
0: on like Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday night, and then I edit on Thursday, and then we put it up on Friday. It is currently Thursday morning it is 8 a.m. I'm only kind of awake.
1: Lizzie is melting inside, but don't worry, Emma and I are here, and we're living, and we're doing great, so. Oh no,
2: I'm definitely melting inside. Oh,
1: oh I was gonna well, say, never Emma, mind. you can
0: replace me, but.
1: <laughs> Any hootie blah. I guess we'll all check in with each oh, other. Oh yeah, vibe real check. Quick. Vibe check.
0: My, my vibe check is that I'm just, it's 8 a.m., and I'm tired that's all i can um really uh comprehend at the moment
1: wow what a great vibe check mm-hmm. emma
2: um well i guess i'm similar to lizzie but i think i'm doing like a little better than her <laughs> like, usually you are range, emma and like i think on that range i'm not suffering as much as she is not so suffer, yeah lol
0: <laughs> i am suffering a little bit but I, I'm almost through my coffee cup, so we'll get there.
1: Uh, I think my vibe check is I got to hang out with a cat. <gasps> That's lovely. And I don't own a cat, so that was pretty cool. Um, What else did I do? Oh, guys, I also, I revived some flowers. Like, I got this bouquet of flowers, and some of them were dead, and it was mm-hmm. kind of funny. But then I was like, no, I am, I'm committed to these flowers yes. now. And so I'm not going to let them die on me. Uh-huh. And then I revived them wow. through the miracle of water and a glass container.
2: And your ES major powers. Yeah. Yes,
1: exactly. My environmental studies powers. Like you, you become that major and automatically plants just grow around you. Yeah. That's just how that works, I think, personally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my vibe check for this okay. week
0: i feel i feel like i'm so low energy and i need to i need to get i need to get my head in the game gotta getcha getcha your head in the game yeah do
1: you need to take like a music break to like pump you up
0: i'm chilling i'm good i'm fine everything's fine
2: <laughs> i feel like this is kind of my fault though because we couldn't record last night no it's not your fault it's the storm's fault you didn't have power that's not your fault Can
1: you imagine if we were, like, the storm was Emma's fault? She called (laughs) you. It was all her. And you plan to have your power out. So you suck. And we hate you. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. But, um, anyways, this week, because we have Emma here, we, the three of us, Yes. Without thinking about this podcast, because, sorry, loyal listeners, like, we don't think about you all the time. Yeah, sorry. Um, We just decided to watch the entire Cinderella story franchise, which is five movies spanning from the year 2004 to 2019. Yes. Um, And they all have different actors, but they all literally have the exact same plot. Yeah, the plot Um, is the same. Except for minor details and slightly better characters in some of them. And so we, like, watched watched a different one each week for, like, Mm -hmm. five weeks, I guess because there's five movies uh, and we thought it'd be kind of fun if we did a special episode where we went through all five movies because none of them deserve just one episode on their own like <laughs> going to be real like they're they're not that quality so like we don't have to feel guilty about this yeah. um and then we would rank them and tell you which ones to watch and which ones not to watch
0: wow what a good summary of this episode thank you great thank job thank you <laughs> <laughs>
1: see i feel like you sound so tired that everything you say just sounds incredibly sarcastic
0: okay i will try to pump myself up pump 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 that's me pumping myself up
1: wow did it work because it doesn't seem like it (laughs) okay
0: lol well shout the first one the iconic Hillary Duff, 2004, a Cinderella story. So, shall we do a? Shall we do a? We usually do a plot summary. The plot is just um the story of Cinderella, but
1: no, 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 no. I mean, yes. <laughs> 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 okay, <laughs> okay <laughs> go Go on. <laughs> Okay, so Cinderella's story was actually negatively received by the public at first. It stars mm. like our Queen Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray, who's the most infuriating person I've ever like seen in any type of movie ever.
0: Every single movie he's in, I hate him.
1: His face is just very hateable, but also his character in this movie is just the the worst. Like he's a big stupid weenie, but like it's not just a plot of Cinderella. It's like modernized. Yeah.
2: I guess like every, each movie is... Is like teenage girl who's either Hillary Duff or a sad pale brunette um, (laughs) is like forced to like live in squalor with her like squalor. rich in by her rich <laughs> family even though she like has like a giant bedroom in like every yeah. single one to herself and then there's some boy in school that like drives every single or on a cruise girl. ship
1: like that on one a... <laughs> story
2: yeah Not or hoping.
0: or at the christmas um uh wonderland place
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly and like Every girl her
2: age is, like, insane over him, and she is too, but in, like, a genuine way. Yeah, because
0: she's a real genuine person, not like all the other girls.
2: Not like all the other girls, exactly. And then they meet and fall in love, and then the evil stepmother is defeated. And like in each one the like Cinderella character is a performer, like she sings or dances or yeah. whatever. Except Except, for except Hilary the Hilary Duff, Duff one. one.
0: Yeah. So oh, all the other ones except Hilary Duff start with a like fantasy music video sequence like i think all of the other ones open with our cinderella character like as like a pop star in a music video and then she wakes up and it's a dream um that is true
1: but the og one (laughs) yes just is the story of cinderella which if you don't know the story of cinderella there's a girl her name is cinderella her Her dad
0: her name is not cinderella
1: (laughs) 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 guys i'm trying to simplify (laughs) Um, her name isn't Cinderella, but you know we don't have to talk about that. But um, she has a dad. Well, her mom dies when she's like a child. Then she has a dad, and her dad marries an evil lady that I guess he just doesn't know is evil. And then her dad mm-hmm. dies, and she's stuck with the evil lady and the evil lady's children, two yes. stepsisters and Except in the Lucy the Hale one,
0: there's a there's a boy. It's one sister there's and a brother.
1: There's a boy. There's one sister and a brother. But yeah, so in the Hillary Duff version, Chad Michael Murray is Prince Charming and he's stupid because this is the thing.
0: Okay, well, okay, firstly the like gimmick in the Hillary Duff one is that they meet online on like a chat yes. room or whatever because it's 2004. Well,
1: you have to explain why they're both in this chat room, which is that Hillary Duff like her dad is like you're gonna grow up and you're gonna meet a prince and she's like where do the princes go and he's like they go to princeton and so she like goes on and she's princeton girl like girl you know i thought
2: that was adorable actually like how like the last memory she had of her father was like him like trying to like encourage her to go to princeton as a child and then she hung on to that and was like i'm gonna go to princeton when i grow up it is kind of cute
0: it is cute i just am thinking about like regardless of how smart she is like literally anyone the chances of getting into princeton like if you're that set on a single school at a school like that you're most likely going to be disappointed and because this is a movie she does get into princeton but if this was real life maybe she would maybe she would not but this is and the and then other she'd thing. be devastated
1: so like there's this whole series of events obviously like with her stepsisters with her stepmom she has to work at her stepmom's diner that used to be her dad's diner all mm-hmm. the diner people love her and don't like her stepmom and they stay for her and you know there's this halloween dance and she and chad michael murray like agreed to meet at the halloween dance yeah but he is so infuriating he's because, so first of all, dumb he writes like his big thing is he wants to get into princeton too and yeah. he's a writer. But he's also the quarterback. And his dad, like, <laughs> wants him to stay the quarterback. And he has, like, the quote-unquote, like, annoying girlfriend of, like, she's probably just doing her best, but also she's mean to everyone. Yeah. Um. And he writes the stupidest poetry I've ever it's heard really in my, my entire life. Good. And he sends it to Hilary Duff. And Hilary Duff is like, oh, my God, he's so deep and romantic, and I love him. And his name is also Nomad. Like, Yeah. That's his what? screen name. And I just don't understand it because I'm, like, a nomad. Like, you don't go anywhere. You clean cars <laughs> and you are ugly. Like, that's your main hobbies right there. I just I just don't get it or want it.
0: Okay. So I had to double check to make sure this was right before I... Uh said things his screen name is nomad 609 and every time i looked at it all i saw was 69 and i need you all to know
1: (laughs) lizzie that is inappropriate this is a is the pg podcast it's pg
0: 13
1: if you're 13 and don't know what that is don't look it up um (laughs) that's the thought so they meet online and then they meet at the halloween dance and she's wearing a mask that like everyone can see her identity through like yeah like they don't even even cover her hair she's just wearing a pretty
0: dress and then he doesn't recognize her
1: and her like mean nickname around school is diner girl because she works at the diner which like i'm like that doesn't like okay yeah like good good
0: for you for having a job honestly
2: Like, she's not CEO of Goldman Sachs or whatever. (laughs) 16. (laughs) She has a diner job at Sixteen. Wow. None of the rest wow. of them have
1: jobs, so I think she's but Yeah, like all of ahead. them are like, like, make me a breakfast burrito, diner girl, and I'm like, one, do you even go to the diner? And two, why do you care that much? Yeah. Also, three, breakfast burritos suck. Like, I'm gonna put this out here. I just don't think that they're that good.
0: I mean, I I don't have strong opinions on <laughs> breakfast burritos. I know that's out of character for me to not have a strong opinion, but I just they're they're fine. I just I don't like hot breakfast food in the morning. Morning. I what? prefer I prefer a cereal for breakfast.
1: What? Really?
0: I don't like hot food in the morning.
1: You wouldn't eat, like, a, a toasted something? Who?
0: No, no. Or, like, eggs? No. Or,
1: like, a big... Pastry that's no. been warmed up. I mean, or like
0: warm is fine. I get, maybe I'd eat a warm pastry. Or but... like
1: oatmeal.
2: Julia, why do you keep listing warm things? <laughs> when, like she already probably included all those warm things in her head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, wow, I love having Emma here to just roast me up even further. <laughs> oh my goodness um anyways back to this movie but yeah no he's stupid and then like he's looking for her around school afterwards because she like accidentally leaves her phone like and he's like i have to find her gosh she's the one when like bro if you don't shut your head like you have to know who she is
0: yeah like and then they like have some conversations afterwards and he does not recognize her
1: and then her stepsisters who i guess like pay her to write their essays for them yeah. um like find her chat logs and they give it to this popular girl who again was his girlfriend that's a, another reason i absolutely think he's the stupidest person ever because he breaks up with his girlfriend like his girlfriend girlfriend literally like two hours before he meets hillary yeah. Duff, but he's been talking to her online very romantically what's implied for a while a long time like, yeah so like he's kind of a a butthole like for doing dad um but he meets her and then like the chat logs get exposed and so she gets exposed like to the school as being like the mystery cinderella girl Mm -hmm. and he literally like says nothing like he does nothing at all and i i don't get it because i'm also just like her nickname around school is diner girl which like i didn't know could be derogatory like i was (laughs) like i was just so confused of like why that was like oh man diner girl get her out of here like (laughs) it's
2: worse in the in the laura morano version though because her thing isn't even that like oh i'm worried he won't like me because i'm like lower class her thing is i'm worried he won't like me because there's a viral video of me spilling (laughs) starbucks on myself and he was there and saw that. And it's so incredibly stupid, because he was there in that moment, saw it, and was nice to her. Yeah. But because she had stuff spilled over herself, like, he didn't, like, see her face or whatever. Or he did, but, like, he can't recognize her later on when she has yeah. her wig,
1: oh my her, God. Like,
2: elf costume on. So it's, like... Yeah. Emma,
1: we're gonna have to come back to that later, though. Okay. So we can go yeah. in order. So it doesn't confuse our audience. Because we already confuse our audience a lot. <laughs> okay. But the basic gist of this movie is then like chad michael Murray is playing a football game and hillary duff goes into the locker room and she's just like yeah i'm diner girl but you are dumb and there's a bunch of metaphors about drought and she's like waiting for you is like waiting up for rain in this drought or something hootie blah Uh and then he like sees her at the football game and leaves and he does the big moment where his dad's like why you run off the pitch child and he's like it's not my dream dad it's It's yours yours. and then he like runs away and then makes out with hillary duff and then it starts raining and then they both get into princeton even though he writes terrible poetry (laughs) and like right off into the sunset i guess or whatever
0: yeah and then also and i want to bring this up because they do it in one of the other movies later um where like the princeton acceptance letter her stepmother steals it and like hides it and tells her she didn't get in like she like makes a fake rejection yeah. letter to give her yeah um which is very well, there's rude also
1: like mo- like moments in each of these movies where the stepmother sits like the cinderella character down and it's like i've been wanting to tell you this for years like i've just always it's always been on my mind and the cinderella character like perks up she's like oh like maybe something yeah. nice and then the mother characters goes like, You're ugly and stupid. Like like that's yeah. <laughs> that's like but that happens in basically every yeah. single one of these movies. Where just the stepmom is absolutely just like, Look, buddy. But they're not. So it's yeah. just so like it's a whole thing. One of my favorite
2: things about the Hillary Duff one is her friend being like this nerdy boy and there isn't some like subplot where he has a crush on her or whatever and he was the real one all along or whatever he
0: was actually great i liked that except that he had harder i liked him except that he had this like weird crush on the popular girl like i thought that was kind of weird i think they i i mean because he's clearly coded as gay and i think that they should have left that alone i think that was a weird subplot to have but uh, otherwise i really liked him i thought he was like a good friend
1: he was really into theater like every day he would yeah. show up in a new costume which was like gay. okay pop off i guess like <laughs> iconic
0: and also he's gay and they shouldn't
1: have made
0: him have a Pushed huge crush on this, this girl yeah but
1: lol so now we move to the next movie yeah Filmed rapid in. fire 2008 that was not rapid fire <laughs> <laughs> Um, Which is filmed in 2008, and it's called Another Cinderella Story. Starring Selena Gomez. And Drew Steely, which actually there was also, like, controversy surrounding this because, like, she was 16 at the time of filming. Yeah. And he was in his 20s at the time of filming. Yeah. And, like, you know, they played romantic leads, and so... Obviously, in the movie, they both play teenagers, and there's, like, an acceptable, like, age mm-hmm. difference there. Oh, I just looked but. up their
2: age difference. It's 15 and
1: 26.
0: Oh, goodness.
1: Oh, snap. Whoa. Interessante. Hee hee. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, this is the one
0: I remember the least. Like, we watched, because we watched, we watched long- this one
1: first. No, we watched this like one second. The...
0: We watched If the Shoe Fits first, but I rewatched that one recently. Um, oh, Because okay. I was like, I have no idea what happens in this movie. But I did not re-watch the Selena Gomez one, so I gotta say, I do not know what happens in this movie.
1: So this is the one that also has Jane Lynch, who is, like, the stepmother oh, yes. in this movie. Oh, yes. I loved her. Um she And was she plays—so the, step- the stepmom's plot in this movie is that she's a washed-up, like, pop singer. And Drew Steely is a—who plays Joey Parker— Is, like, a brand new famous star Uh who used to go to, like, Selena Gomez's high school. Like, and it's not very clear how long he's been famous for. Like, it's very confusing. But he's also famous for dancing. And she's a dancer. Like, she loves to dance.
0: This one has the absolute cinematic perfection that is that dance class scene where like he's teaching a dance class and there's like a one way mirror and she's on the other side so like she's like dancing with him but he's dancing with himself in the mirror and it's great yeah it's great
1: and I remember we were watching this and Lizzie who is not who had not seen the movie at the time she's like oh my gosh guys like I'm a dance major why the frick is he touching the mirror like oh yeah that did really bother me Emma and I were like shut up like the cinema the cinema Cinematography okay, is what it to was, speak for itself. It
0: was- the cinematography was great. The choreography was great. Great concept. However, rule number one of being in a dance studio is do not touch the mirror. And someone has to clean that. Your fingerprints will get all over it. It'll be bothersome when you're trying to look into the mirror later. And then someone has to clean that. Are you going to clean that? Are you going to wipe down the mirror after you've put your hands and your face all over it? I don't think so. Whatever his name is. Dumb pop star. Um... So that was, that did, that did bother me while I was watching that scene. And I could not stop. Uh, My inner dance teacher just came out. Um, because <laughs> that is rule number one. <laughs> Do not touch the mirror. That is
1: rule number one. But, like, so the the whole plot is, too, that he's holding, like, a showcase in order to, like, feature the person that he's going to have the next duet with. And Jane Lynch, because she's a swashed-up pop star, wants to be the one that he does mm-hmm. the duet with. And Mary, who is played by Selena Gomez, who's a Cinderella character. Yeah. Like, they, you know, that's how she meets him. And she sees him around school, and she thinks he's cool, whatever, whatever. And then he has, she has, I mean, she obviously has two stepsisters, Britt and Bree. They were,
0: I, they were really not memorable. Like of all the stepsisters, no. I feel like these were the least memorable stepsisters Because I characters. feel like in the
1: in the other movies, the stepsisters kind of take a very like actively antagonistic role. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this one, they like it's way more led by Jane Lynch, the stepmom. Yeah. Like everything that kind of bad happening. But like she and she and Joey Parker also meet at a dance it's the black and mm-hmm. white ball um and she shows up and, in red yeah so like what's up with that? i don't know if <laughs> ridiculous
0: the like fairy godmother character her friend just didn't know
2: no but her friend was dressed correctly for the dance and her yeah. friend made the dress so i don't her friend yeah is just like a sneaky kind of snake. a bad
1: friend a little bit yeah. <laughs> sneaky snake <laughs> yeah also her like best friend in this movie falls for like the cringiest man i've ever like seen in my entire life um, oh yeah Because his had name blocked that so, out because her best friend is supposed to play the fairy godmother role and she yeah. falls for joey parker's best friend who is named dustin but his nickname is the funk yeah which if you don't have an opinion about it let me have an opinion for you uh-huh. that's dumb it is
0: really dumb
2: <laughs>
1: Maybe, in two thousand and eight, it wasn't done. The funk
0: maybe I also, I mean, we this has like actually come up in a lot of the movies we've covered. We haven't really talked about it, but the the black best friend is a thing yes, in so many trope. of these movies. Yes, and hundred percent um they're always like the quirky like, I mean, the funk character. he's a black guy, and he's i I feel like it is not It was a little just i I didn't like it. he was very weird and cringy and like out there and um just a caricature honestly and uh not cute
1: yeah i think this was the movie i I mean i'm trying to remember what happened in the other movies but this was definitely the most blatantly racist one like that no lucy was like, hale
0: was lucy hale was the one that had all of the bollywood cultural appropriation
1: oh that's true i was thinking about in this movie when she had to clean her mom's room oh, and her friend yes, was yes, like yes, yes, oh yes. don't worry i hired these three asian guys oh yeah and yeah, that was wrong. like they are just like every asian stereotype ever yeah. um which was like hmm don't love dad at all <laughs> But yeah, there is a lot of like cultural appropriation in these movies. I think in the in the later two, in, there's less. Yeah, in
0: the like they reason, still feature
1: heavily time, like just white people, and yeah. white leads, but <laughs> but slightly less yeah. racist than there previous yeah. counterpart
0: what what else is distinctive oh the um the like stand in for the lost shoe is an off-brand ipod like it's clearly you mean
2: it's a zoo <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a zoo i like kind of liked that because um the only other movies that like kind of do something similar like this are um the hillary Duff one where she has like a cell phone and he finds it and that's like immediately dropped like we forget that he has the cell phone because he doesn't use it to find her at yeah. all, which is yeah. dumb. Like, they just wrote in there that she dropped her cell phone but didn't mm-hmm. write it out when they decided to leave it out. But then he actually tries to use the Zoom to find her. Yeah, that's true. Because he's like, come tell me
0: what the the top five songs on your playlist are. And so there's like a line of girls like, "It's is it these songs? And he's <gasps> which, like, no.
1: <laughs> in like every movie too, when he's trying to find the Cinderella character, like his friends always put together like a line of girls to meet him and like somehow prove that they're her which i was just like would that actually like realistically happen in real people human life no
2: (laughs) but that's like a problem with like adapting cinderella like if you go and dance with someone at a ball and you fall in love with them and they leave if you see them again you'll probably recognize them and if you (laughs) don't like it it, like it's not going to be like a shoe that like definitively determines who the person is even the
0: one that's called if the shoe fits the She was irrelevant. Like, he just recognizes Mm -hmm. her immediately. Yeah. Um, So.
2: Yeah, I guess three of the movies, they just kind of use a mask, even though, like... You can still kind of tell who a you person can definitely is tell. with the mask. I mean, especially
1: their masks. Like, they're just flimsy, like, yeah. pieces of fabric in these movies. Like, yeah. they don't really hide much. In the Those later little...
0: yeah. In the later yeah. ones, at least the, the Cinderella character's wearing a wig, which is, like, maybe a little bit more believable, but...
2: The Selena Gomez one, I think her mask was a little better than the other two. Like, Hilary Duff just had, like, this tiny little white mask over her mm-hmm. eyes. And then Lucy Hale had, like, a, like, cloth Thing, like, yeah, like, Lucy Hale especially. The bottom half of her face. Like, you can see her face. Like, the cloth yeah. is transparent. Like, you yeah. can literally just see who she is. But, okay, that's fine, I guess.
1: That's fu- Lizzie, stop yawning. We're not <laughs> tired. And we're awake. Don't attack me. Oh, my gosh. People <laughs> these days, guys. It's ridiculous. I don't know if Emma's been yawning. Because, I like, we can't see her right now. No. Um, but like, if you... I- been yawning, Emma. Stop that. <laughs>
2: I yawn very audibly. If I yawn, you will hear it. Okay.
1: Oh, that's kind of cute. Anyways, um, uh, but in this <laughs> movie with <laughs> with Selena Gomez, so again, like he's holding this thing, and obviously she wins the contest at the end yeah. because she gets mad at him because he, like her stepsisters. Actually, wait. I guess they are very active antagonists. Let me take back my word here because of this one event in which they have his ex-girl. They sneak his ex-girlfriend into his house and set it up so she goes and sees him with his ex-girlfriend in his house, and she's, like, out of there. I about that. Which, that's never really resolved either. Like, I don't think in the movie he ever goes, like, I was set up, like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know, her best friend convinces her to come to the showcase, and, like, they have some really talented people, and she's not even... That's the other thing that I remember we were all bothered by when watching this movie, is the fact that, like, she was not an official contestant in this Mm -hmm. showcase to, like, win this duet with him and there were legitimately talented like yeah and
2: there were
0: a panel of judges is how this thing was set up um and then like he just like calls her up onto the stage like impromptu and then she wins and if i was a contestant i would be mad i gotta say that is not uh fair gotta play by the rules sir
1: yeah and also their like little thing is already a a good duet and so yeah. it's kind of setting up in this mind like no one else performed with him like yeah. they just performed as they were so so that was a little little okay whatever uh it's fine but but obviously they end up together um and jane lynch is defeated in whatever way jane lynch is mm-hmm. she's um, the best also, stepmother
0: she is the best stepmother
1: she, she's the best stepmother i feel like the stepmothers get increasingly insane yeah like as you go um, and, and the then, Hillary Duff stepmother the-
0: is pretty insane, so it starts it starts high.
1: It starts pretty high, but like Jane Lynch is like insane enough to still be maybe realistic. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes people yeah. have, like, breakdowns. <laughs> and that's clearly what Jane Lynch is going through in this mm-hmm. movie. And, like, that's okay. Like, we support kind of, not really, but kind of. Kind of. But yeah, so Marion, Joey, Parker, which is a stupid pop star name, too. Can you imagine, like, being like, Joey Parker? Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> ew. Um, but they end up together. Yeah. And <laughs> all through the zoom, <laughs> The zoom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Product placement. The product placement. But that was in 2008. Yes. And then. Next. In 2011, there's a Cinderella story, Once Upon a Song. And this one is, is features Lucy Hale. Yes. And some other man. <laughs> I
0: don't care. This one, there is not a single normal, believable human interaction in the entire thing. And I kind
1: of love it oh this movie's absolutely insane like we don't really know what's happening so again like this is also the movie where she doesn't have two stepsisters she's a step sister and a step brother Mm -hmm. and her step brother is like eight and he's like insane like yeah
0: (laughs) he has like a surveillance system all the way all over the house he can see everything that's going on always
1: yeah and he constantly is pulling like pranks on lucy hale
0: he locks her outside the house naked and she's wearing a welcome yeah. mat and the like boy what whoever the boy is shows up and she has this whole conversation with him while wearing a welcome mat
1: well because that's that's the thing about this movie that's also so so lucy hale dreams of being a pop star and as all of the Prince charming do. man in this movie who is like a producer um, mm-hmm. or like the son of a producer and he's looking for mer- like musical talent and so she's originally just trying to like get in on that and Bev who is the stepsister also wants to do music but she is not talented but yeah. the stepmother is like don't worry Bev like we'll just have Lucy do all your dirty work for you like that's how it Yeah goes and this. so Bev lip syncs Lucy's songs and there's another showcase in this movie. Is she called Lucy in this movie? I don't think no. no, her name is Katie in the movie. I, I don't care. I don't
0: care what her name is. She's Lucy Hale. <laughs> she is Lucy Hale.
1: Um, <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. There's literally a, a cast list, like, credit for Crazy Girl and <laughs> then Girl Nearby, which I think is so funny Um, in this movie. But, but... <laughs> <laughs> All that to say. So there's another showcase, and at the end, his dad, he's gonna, like... It's basically, like, for the guy to, like, show his dad that he can curate good talent or something, something, hootie, whatever. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Um, And so Bev obviously wants to be a part of it, and so does Lucy Hale. But the main, like, way this all starts is Lucy Hale sneaks sneaks the guy's dad, her Mm -hmm. track, and the stepmom is upset about it except that his dad really likes it.
0: Yeah, and then they lie and say that it's the step sisters. Yes.
1: But there is a lot of cultural Yes. that's what we need to um movie. go
0: over. Firstly, there's this weird character who like cuz the stepmom is like crazy per usual and she has this like yoga instructor life coach guy who is very much every indian stereotype and then you find out that he's like actually from like jersey or florida maybe and he's from jersey
2: and he's an italian american from jersey like instead of being an indian
1: stereotype he's an italian american oh stereotype <laughs> and yeah, so he's just faking. ravi slash tony gupta
0: tony gupta um And then at the dance, at the ball, they go into a Bollywood number. It's all these white girls doing a Bollywood number, and it's bizarre. It's so out of place and like weird. And like Bollywood is great. I love Bollywood dance. Like, I would love if they, I don't know whether they, it it would be possible for them to do, to like in a culturally sensitive way, feature a Bollywood number in this movie. But if they did, great, awesome. It is so out of place it's so weird and it's all these white girls and it's just strange
1: well and the lead up to this specific number that we're talking about too so this the Bollywood number happens at the dance that obviously like again they have to have a dance because mm-hmm. all, all of these movies have the exact same plot but like in the day di- like during the dance like Lucy Hale steals away the yeah. boy and she's like let me play you a song like and like does this stuff But like, so with, she just pulls body- out a
0: guitar at the school dance
1: yeah she literally like hidden somewhere and he's like where the frick did you get that and then she's like haha like and we as an audience are also just like where the frick did you get that like what's happening and so then and then her best friend to distract the stepmom because i guess the stepmom runs the school or something yeah and so she's just
0: there at the dance
1: yeah so her best friend challenges the stepmom to a dance-off and then they launch into this big choreographed number and then her stepmom Gets food poisoning and has to leave immediately. I don't know. Which is bizarre on, like, 50 other levels. But also, the guy is being seduced by Bev, the stepsister. At the same time, he's kind of falling for Lucy Hale. But it's so, like, weird because we're supposed to support him and Lucy when he has been actively chasing Bev. Like, it's not been a super passive thing. Like, he's been interested in her. And then at his showcase... Like, it's revealed that actually Lucy Hale is the singer who can sing. Yeah, though also,
0: like, like when Bev and the boy are on this date, they're, like, in a restaurant, and Lucy Hale is, like, three tables away
1: texting, like, what Bev should say so that she'll sound
0: smart about music.
1: And then her um, phone gets dropped into a drink because, you know, that's the natural progression of life, and then so Bev has to, like, fake, having to go home. Like it's just which is also strange because like we've seen in the movie previously that Bev and him actually can have a conversation. Like yeah. it's just it's very like again, there's nothing that actually makes sense. Yes. In this movie. Like everyone is absolutely insane.
2: I can't forget that scene at the beginning where her little brother drops worms into the mom's smoothie oh, and she's yeah. like, No And then she tries to stop her and then the mom like drinks the smoothie and she's like, hmm taste like worms did you let him put worms in this movie again it's gonna take more than that to kill me
1: (laughs) oh my gosh there
2: are so many
0: crazy iconic lines in this movie i wish like because we you know did not watch these movies planning to discuss them so i like was not taking notes while we were watching them and i kind of wish i had rewatched this one just to write down all of the crazy lines but you'll just have to watch it yourself
1: (laughs) yeah i mean but this is the thing too like so throughout this movie, like, the so the, the Prince Charming guy in this movie is named Luke Morgan, and his, uh, you know, token best friend is in charge of finding all these acts around mm-hmm. the school for him, because I guess it's a music school. But all these auditions also keep happening in bathrooms, like, while he's peeing, uh-huh. and, like... Like, his friend is just sending in, like, the musical acts to the bathroom. Like, I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah. But, like, he was, like, clearly peeing in one of the scenes. And then, like, this whole acapella group just, like, pulls up into the urinals next to him and start, like, singing. And I was just like, what the, what the heck is happening? But, yeah. So, at the end, like, Lucy wins the showcase. And she's going to get an album produced for her. Yeah. And Bev fades into whatever. And the little brother like the little brother's like again he like tortures lucy throughout this entire movie and then like right at the end of the movie he's like i love you as a like and just i don't know i
2: feel like although like they do kind of establish a bit sort of that like she's the only one mothering him actually yeah That like yeah. no one else in the household looks after him so it's not like super out of left field when he's like oh um, I, I want you to be happy in life because, like, you're yeah. the only one who knows my birthday. That um, is
1: sweet. Which is so sad. Yeah. Like, if that's the only lady that knows your birthday. Yeah. Aww. Though Okay.
0: Also, I thought that this... Plot point was in the, this one, the Lucy Hale one, but I uh, was mistaken. It was in the Selena Gomez one. So we're just going to go back real quick because I love this. LOL. This line, this plot point where um, she, so Selena Gomez is like a dancer, right? And she wants to get into this dance school in Manhattan. And, um, and she like gets an audition and they call her, the school calls her house and her stepmother picks up and they're like, oh, like we want to offer Selena Gomez an audition. And she goes oh, she can't dance. She broke both of her legs. And then at the at the showcase at the end, she's like dancing on stage and then the like talent scout or whatever is there. And after after the show comes up to Selena Gomez and is like, wow, that was really good for someone with two broken legs. <laughs>
1: LOL, bruh. I forgot that happened.
0: And a good, a good call back to the Princeton thing in the first one.
1: All right, four out of five. Here we go. A Cinderella story, If the Shoe Fits, was filmed in 2016 uh-huh. and stars Sophia Carson and some other random guy.
0: Yeah. This one, I feel like, had the least iconic cast. Yeah.
1: This one also, oh, okay. So I actually I did appreciate that this this one was a, like more creative than the previous ones in terms yeah. of like it takes place on a cruise ship they're performing they're
2: not at a uh, cruise version. ship no they're, it's like, in, at
1: in a the hotel. resort yeah yeah oh well I think it's I kept feeling it goes on a cruise ship okay. <laughs> maybe I'm crazy anyways um but they're they're in a hotel whatever um and they're putting on a like musical like a cinderella musical with the prince charming is like a songwriter he's a pop star too and he really wants to like write his own music and so he has written the songs for this version Mm -hmm. of cinderella like, that's his big thing. He's, like, hoping to debut it and everyone will love it and be like, you're such a good songwriter, oh my god! Um, which I thought was, like, pretty creative.
0: Yeah. My primary problem with this one was that they tried to be self-aware. Like, they, they kept, they, there were several jokes about it being ironic that, like, they were aware that it was, the characters were aware that it was a Cinderella story, which I think made it worse because the best thing about these movies is that they're so like out there but they are earnest about it and i feel yeah. like the self-referential humor was was not was not funny and it just kind of made it all like less
2: it's also good. fun that it takes place away from a high school but like the premise is like so strange like yeah. the, like prince boy he's like a budding pop star and the next big step in his career according to its manager <laughs> is to produce and star in a Cinderella play that he like wrote the songs for and um to hope have it at a hotel and cast it out of a pool of girls who paid to be like VIPs at the hotel. Yeah, so and none the girls... of them are good.
1: Yeah. That that's what's confusing because it's like, okay, if you're a VIP, like are you automatically I yeah. think that like, was it yeah, implied that, was that like
0: the it, so basically you pay your way in which like is one way to do a show but that's not gonna get a good product and so like if this is the next step in his career he should work with um actual other. Uh, good people rather than like rich people
1: Actual who <laughs> rather than
0: rich people <laughs> who their way in. It also is weird and I didn't notice this until I rewatched this one, but um when they first walk in, like to the resort area, there are like people practicing and there's a lot of people that are like actually good. And then in the final show, all of the supporting cast is just comically Awful.
1: Except for that one guy who plays oh, yeah. like the prince's page in the movie. Like he was, he was killing it. Shout out to that guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: And the auditions are so weird because the stepsisters do a magic act. Like, why are you doing a magic act at an audition for a musical? It's so weird.
1: I yeah, but like, so the thing is, like the the main Cinderella character doesn't want. Like she can't audition as herself because yeah. because then her stepmom mm-hmm. and stepsisters recognize her. Um so her best friend in this is like a makeover artist. Uh-huh. Um and she pretends, Lizzie, what? that's not allowed. That's literally illegal. I
0: um, no one would have known if you hadn't called it out.
1: I'm just saying, it's nine in the morning. Get get hype, girl. Uh <laughs> it's nine in the morning
0: and yawned. Get over it. <laughs>
2: She
1: sounded very bitter just now. <laughs> she usually is pretty bitter at me. <laughs> Especially at 9 a.m. But, okay, anyways. But, like, so she so she then auditions. So she meets Reed West because she's also... Reed West is the is the Prince Charming guy mm-hmm. in this movie. Because she's a mechanic and they the carriage in this movie is a motorcycle. Yeah. And, so and it's like, always oh, broken. Can fix, yeah, can you fix this motorcycle? And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'll... Sure, like I'll just be really attractive and put my hair up and get grease She's on me in a totally unlike way. A lesbian and i i don't want to
0: pull out the stereotypes but i'm allowed to because i'm a lesbian i just she's wearing these like overalls and like combat boots it's it's big gay vibes and um she's like flirting with this boy while you know doing her mechanic thing and i just like in when she whenever she's dressed in a different outfit she doesn't fe- she doesn't feel gay but uh, whenever she is fixing the motorcycle big gay vibes and it is bizarre to see her flirting with this boy over the motorcycle so
1: would you only date her or pursue her if she was dressed as a mechanic
0: i that is not that's not what i said i
1: said <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i'm maybe i'm not understanding what you're saying
0: like i feel like they dress like the way that she's dressed and styled in specifically in those scenes is very coded gay and um but not I any other time. I just thought that you were
1: being like, "She's ugly unless she's dressed in <laughs> mechanic. And I was like, "I was like, um, okay." No,
0: she's just the whole time kind of average looking. That's my hot take. Lol.
2: No, I think Sophia Carson is very good looking. She she is
0: very pretty. Wow. I'm not, I'm not trying well, to be mean to Sophia anyways, Carson. but
1: sorry, Sophia, if you're listening. I guess yeah. Lizzie just thinks you're really ugly.
0: Um... Okay, take my 9am words and,
1: and twist them. That's fine. I never twist your words. That's uh. I... all. <laughs> but the other thing that I just thought was so funny in this movie is the fact that like her alternate persona that like auditions to be cinderella and is obviously cast opposite you know reed west mm-hmm. as cinderella so reed west is also british yes and she pretends to be british to do like this thing and he's like oh like where are you from in england <laughs> and she's like oh i'm from yorkshire Puddingshire." like <laughs> it's and then he's
0: like oh where is that and she goes it's near a." Uh- Hogwarts Yeah,
1: like, just, girl, if you don't. <laughs> um, but he really wants to spend a lot of time with Tessa, mm-hmm. who is the actual girl, like, mechanic. Yeah. As opposed to the other, like, her as, like...
0: The British one, I think, is named Bella. And she's blonde. Yeah,
1: I was supposed to like Bella. She act. Um, this is ooh. one where they
0: actually like kind of made her look different.
1: Yeah, because she had colored contacts. She had a blonde wig. Like she dressed kind of different. Yeah, and she had um. a British
0: accent. It was a terrible British accent, but she but did have was. one.
1: She's from Yorkshire, Putneyshire.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a terrible accent. It's an accent of
1: Yorkshire, Putneyshire. <laughs> Yeah, Lizzie, get cultured, cheese. Sorry, can't
0: can't say I've ever been to Yorkshire, <laughs> Puddingshire, on my, on my many trips to the lovely country of England. Have never visited now that you, particular locale.
1: Are you telling me you also haven't visited Hogwartsshire while you've been there? I, I
0: have not visited Hogwartsshire. Crazy. I did visit the Hogwarts Castle where they filmed the the outdoor scenes, but um.
1: Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah,
0: it was kind of fun. We we did a um a uh, broom flying class that was made. For, that was for you know for children. Um, I was a child, so I had fun. Um- <laughs> was- anyway, back to the movie. Anyway,
1: <laughs> um, but so he really just wants to spend a lot of time with Tessa, who's fixing the motorcycle, mm-hmm. who is like the real girl. And then he kind of is dancing with cinderella and feels like but she's she's constantly caught up in this mix of like oh i have to go spend time with him as a mechanic and oh i need to be here for my rehearsal mm-hmm. which we're seeing we see her rehearse literally like once and then yeah. all of a sudden like she's perfect in in this perfect show yeah like what the heck um
0: and she just like keeps changing back and forth and like she like will be with as one person for like one second she'll be like hello i'm here wait gotta go and then she goes and changes again and then she's like i'm here i mean wait gotta go and it's that's not effective
1: no and then also there's this whole like subplot where his manager doesn't want him to date her and yeah or his manager wants
0: him to date this like famous lady but he doesn't want to
1: yeah and it's just like it's very whatever and then um, her identity is revealed during the show when her stepsisters trap her in the basement and she used to crawl through a vent and they try to pretend to be cinderella like yeah. which I, I don't know why the hell that would work to make him like fall in love with them but yeah. okay like and
0: then they like fight and... over which one gets to be cinderella because they were cast as the stepsisters um Obviously. for hashtag irony
1: well literally and then the, the the ending of this movie i think is the most confusing to me Because, like, the rest of them, I feel like there's a logical kind of next step of, like, okay, now they have the contract, Mm -hmm. and that's what's happening. Or, okay, they're going to Princeton, and that's what's happening. But in this one, they go through this whole thing, and it's revealed that, you know, she's actually Tessa, and he's like, oh my gosh, wow. And as previously mentioned, the carriage is a motorcycle. Yeah. So, literally, they just get onto the motorcycle and ride out of the hotel and that's it like that's the end of the movie and like there's no we're all kind of like oh well then like what like what what's like what what's supposed to happen here (laughs) um which i guess is just they're riding off in a motorcycle so that's cool or whatever just
0: (laughs) okay a couple things firstly yes the stepmother has this dog who is dead. And she just refuses to accept that the dog is dead. And she keeps trying to have the Cinderella character, like, take care of the dog. And this dog is dead. Uh, so that's something. And then there was this one scene that, again, I only noticed this on the rewatch, but there's a scene where cin- the Cinderella character and the um fairy godmother character are like together having a heart to heart or whatever and they are just in this room i I will find a screenshot they are in this room surrounded by snow globes there just are snow globes Everywhere they they have like twelve snow globes and they do not mention them, they just are there, and it is just bizarre. Um, so I had to point that out. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Partial Guidance. There will be a picture.
1: Lol. <laughs> Love that social media plug though. Uh yeah, it just I think I think the the chaos of each of this movie, like it definitely peaks in Once Upon a Song like that is the most chaotic of these movies and then it kind of goes down but still like it's pretty crazy I mean these are not like it's just weird stuff that keeps happening
2: this one is the craziest stepmother like even though like Once Upon a Song is like a more chaotic movie and has like pretty crazy stepmother already like yeah this stepmother she's not just like not smart or whatever like she's not all there yeah she just (laughs) is not and she like when the stepsisters like fight over like going on stage as cinderella like she goes on stage herself not being cast in this play in any way shape or form and for some reason they don't lower the curtain to deal with this issue that's <laughs> the place. And the audience just gets to watch all of this stuff yeah. roll out on stage.
0: Yeah. And the yeah. and the dead dog. And then also she just like makes this Cinderella character do the weirdest things. She she makes her like walk behind her and hold an an um like an umbrella and like spritz the back of her neck. Just like I don't know. I I mean I I think the implication is that she wants to seem rich and famous to the other guests at the hotel. But bizarre.
1: Yeah, that I mean. She like Wait when she goes back on stage Am I Like who does she go back as She doesn't go back as No Cinderella, she goes One she? of
0: the other stepsisters Because the thing is like Oh one oh, of the stepsisters Is gonna play yeah. Cinderella And then Who's gonna play that part? Oh, the stepmother well Oh, the
1: stepmother. And no one will notice. Logical. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's the thing too about these movies is that, like, in the first, like, original a Cinderella story, we get this backstory of like connection with the parents that the Cinderella character has. Of like, oh, like, here's this moment with her dad. Like, we see all this on the screen, blah blah blah. And then the rest of the movies, you really don't get a relationship. Between, yeah. Until until the the last one, like Christmas Witch, which we'll get into in like two seconds. Of like, oh, like her parents are dead, and like it's not super mentioned except to say the fact that mm-hmm. her parents are dead, and then. That like she's living with her stepmother, and like that in of itself is like bizarre. Like, yeah. <laughs> like then we we just popped into these scenarios where we're like, well, I guess she just ended up here? Question mark. Um, and I think that is especially prevalent in this and like in that movie with Tessa of just like okay, like yeah. I feel like at least in a Cinderella story we can see why this like the dad fell for the stepmother too. Um, but in all the other ones where the stepmoms are literally insane. And we don't see, like, a relationship between the dad and them. Mm. Like, it's also just so much more confusing as a premise. But, okay, guys, we reached it. The final Cinderella movie that we can talk about today. The Christmas one. The Christmas Wish, which we watched in the middle of summer, you know, as one does. does. But this is Laura Morano and Greg Sulkin. And like all I remember about Greg Sulkin is that he dated Bella Thorne for several years. Like,
2: <laughs> and he was the British werewolf on Wizards of Waverly Place. That's very Except important. Except he's not
1: actually British. No,
2: he no. We confirmed he is British. Um, oh wait, but he doesn't use his <laughs> this accent American in his accent movie. is fake.
1: Yeah, this is like again such an interesting premise, and like. Also, Emma already kind of popped off about it, like when we we're talking about like a Cinderella story. But yeah, the big reason that Laura Morano, like during this movie, so they so they meet because they work at this like Santa Wonderland yeah, factory, yeah, and uh, which the is Cinderella's an elf, and Greg Sulkin, like the Prince Charming man. You know, everyone around town like knows him and like blah blah blah. Like they're like wow wow wow. But at the beginning of the movie, like her stepsister who I guess is a social media person. Yeah, she's like, like a vlogger. Yeah, like vlogs Laura Morano's character getting Starbucks all over herself. Yeah, and it goes viral. Or yeah, something. and then
0: she's Starbucks girl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which, like, wow, what a term. Like, everyone super cares about it. Um, But then they're working at the this, like, you know, Wonderland place. And she's an elf that sings. And he plays Santa Claus, which I guess is, like, a rite of passage because his dad owns the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's, like, uber rich. Like, blah, blah, blah. And they talk a lot. And they have chemistry, question mark. Um, <laughs> but there's a rule in the park that you have to be in costume all the time. Yeah. Like, all the and time, she, like, always. has
0: a pink wig. Is her elf costume
1: and she like and he doesn't recognize her which is like <laughs> okay i guess yeah her face is the same uh, but, he, but that's fine but he's always in his santa costume so you know he always has like a fake beard on mm-hmm. and such um and like her best friend is like he's totally into you blah 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 but she really wants to be a songwriter like she loves writing yeah. songs and like blah 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 i don't know this movie was just very like Bland, I guess except that he like wasn't great like he he was he I think the worst situations boy I don't agree with that I think Chad Michael Murray was the worst
0: no I think this boy was the worst because there was this I mean there, there just was this scene where um because she like part as part of this job as the elf she like goes around and does like christmas sing-along things like you can hire her to come caroling at your house or whatever and he hires her to like so she thinks she's going to a job and then he like basically ambushes her when she gets there and is like no like come hang out with me and then all of his like cool popular friends from school are there like so she is just ambushed in this situation and they like make fun of her because they're Mean and he's friends with them anyway, and then he's like, no, I didn't mean it. But he clearly did, like that was so manipulative and awful. Like Chad Michael Murray is annoying, but this guy, I feel like is just a terrible person.
1: He just makes a series of decisions that don't really make any sense um like at all
2: i think like this one Uh, has to be like kind of like different than the standard formula because not only does it not take place at a school but it like has a different structure there's no like ball yeah she like goes and loses a thing or whatever there's a yeah. ball at the end um, but that's kind of like the reveal moment mm-hmm. rather.
1: Which like she ruins it. <laughs>
2: yeah it, it's it's kind of ridiculous and the main thing about this one is like he won't like me because there's a viral video of me spilling Starbucks <laughs> on myself and that's just like peak embarrassment, Yeah peak and, it's, shame. and we mentioned this earlier but it's because he's
0: there when that moment actually happens and he's nice to her. He like helps her up or whatever. And so I don't know why she thinks he's gonna, like, really care about this viral video, but...
1: Well cuz so his so his last name is Wintergarden, yeah. which I also think is the stupidest like last name ever. But like it like she I think she's also worried because yeah. he's really super rich. Like that's a big thing. They also tried to make a plot point in this movie that his dad was so busy and didn't have time for him, yeah. but it showed multiple times that his, his dad, dad actually does was a very nice him. man.
0: Like there was no foundation for yeah. his like daddy issues. Like it really just didn't
1: it didn't make sense. But the thing is too, so his dad, the Wintergarden dad, was close friends with yeah. Laura's dad, like the Cinderella girl's dad. Um, and the stepmother discovers this and is like, oh, I'm gonna yeah, seduce because he's rich. His dad, because his dad is a widow too. Um, and so she sends an email and she's like, Oh my gosh, my late husband was super like friends with you. And so they so the stepmom and the stepsisters also get invited to the gala. And she's trying to pass off one of her daughters as like the cinderella character yeah because the like
0: the the rich dad remembered her from when she was like four yeah
1: so that's a whole other just plot point of just like what the frick is happening because like they meet at the gala and the conversation between them is one of the funniest <laughs> things i've ever like <laughs> because seen. it's so
0: rehearsed like in order to prepare this stepsister to pretend to be like the cinderella character she like basically just memorizes the guy's wikipedia page yeah
1: um,
0: <laughs> Instead, and she was a, a, like, young child, so she could clearly, she could easily just say, oh, I don't remember. Like, all you have to say is, like, oh, I, like, yeah, we went on this trip together. I don't really remember because I was four years old. Instead, she's like, yes, we went to this place, and this place is known for skiing and blah, blah, blah. And it's just the weirdest human interaction.
2: (sighs) but also the snow globe though like yeah she received at four years old like a snow globe from a trip that her father took with the father of the prince character yeah and like when the like stepsisters and stepmother are hatching this like stolen identity plot they decide like <sighs> oh but what if someone questions your identity while we're at the ball we should like mm-hmm. bring the snow globe, and then if anyone <laughs> says anything, we'll say, no, no, no it is me I have <laughs> snow look at globe. this snow globe <laughs> <laughs>
1: boom check me oh my gosh oh my gosh uh, and then they break the snow globe of course and so the Cinderella character starts wearing the thing that was inside of the snow globe on her wrist as yeah. a bracelet and, her, like, and then the winter garden man dad recognizes that yeah. and is like oh wait
0: yeah though also the way that they like get cause the ball at the end is like this winter garden family is super rich and they have this gala every year and the stepmother gets herself invited and the boy does invite the Cinderella character, like as an elf. He doesn't know who she is, but he does invite her. But then the stepmother steals her invitation. Yeah. I think. Um, so she has to sneak in. And the best friend fairy godmother character, who was great, I liked her. She was a little bit over the top, but I just like that actress. She like sneaks the Cinderella character in through the back in the elf costume because there is this like Christmas themed show so she just like pretends to be a performer but then she like gets caught on stage in the middle of this choreographed dance and like ruins the whole thing and then someone like gets knocked out or whatever because she's in the wrong place and then they're like oh you have to go on for this person in the next number and then she she sings this song that i guess she knew and there's a whole choreographed dance and it is just bizarre
1: i thought it was so funny because it's just like ah yes you're responsible for knocking out this like professional performer (laughs) now you must carry the mantle you must go on like you have to do it
0: (laughs) The other thing about this movie that bothered me was that all of the other ones that are musicals, the, the Hillary Duff one isn't a musical, but the other ones are, but they, like, the main character is a singer, so all of the, like, musical numbers are in the plot. Like, it's diegetically a musical. Whoa, but, big word. Big word, haha. But this Christmas one, it mostly was like that, and then there was one random musical number that was non, like, I don't know what the opposite of diegetic it is, was, I could Google it. it. was
1: Santa Br- brought me you I think yeah Which... but they
0: like they just burst into song in a like non diegetic way and i love musicals you can have a musical i'm not trying to criticize the like oh they wouldn't break into song that's unrealistic but the movie needs to decide whether it's diegetically a musical or not. Like you need to pick one and stick with it. You can't have sometimes the songs are there in the plot and I sometimes mean, they're like, not. There are
2: musicals like Chicago that do that, but it's like kind of weird, like particularly in the last number. Yeah. When she's performing on stage but then suddenly it starts snowing and it starts feeling like yeah. outside of the plot of the... You have
0: to do yeah. it well. You have to make it believable. You have to like, you know, have a smooth transition from dialogue to singing and like to make it believable. But it also is, ju- it just, that weird song in the middle feels so out of place.
1: This, this movie also did a thing that I hate, which is like during the finale when she's singing up on stage, she and him just look at each other almost the entire time. Like when she's not dancing, they're just looking at each other and i'm like bruh what if i told you before you should listen to all my opinions and they should know this already <laughs> but just like, like when someone is singing a song for you don't look at them and they should look at you like maybe like a yeah few, especially like, if
0: there's an audience like like maybe, there's a whole audience
1: like a cute little glance a cute little like eye contact but mm-hmm. like it should not be like a pro like you guys can't really see that but i just did a really scary like look at this facetime call that i'm on with them of just like intense eye contact like it's so uh, but also this like ending freaking laura Morano like is killing it with like gifts because again wintergarden is rich as frick
0: and so he finds
1: out how she's been treated and he's like oh i'll buy you a place and i'll pay for your entire college yeah because he's
0: like a millionaire or a bill no it's he's a billionaire with a b with a b B.
1: (laughs) yeah like and he's just like, yeah, like I'll just do that. And I just was like, oh my god, like, like um. So she really got set up, but yeah, like literally, Wikipedia says Nick and Cat finally accept each other, and they happily dance together, and that's how the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, which Nick and Cat are the names of the actual like Cinderella and Prince Charming characters, just so everyone knows. Also, it's so funny because like you talked about the musical in this, and Greg Sulkin definitely doesn't sing the song that he, yeah like his character showed to sing like yeah (laughs) because the voice is so different and i thought that was really funny too
2: okay should we like wrap this up and just like rank them yes okay so we're not gonna do
0: uh like rating out of 13 because this is you know a different episode we're gonna like rank movies in order from from best to worst yes i'm Um, also
1: i mean Guys, let's rank Lizzie at this current hour out of thirteen. I feel uh, like she's <laughs> like a, <laughs> like she's <laughs> her I'm, face is so angry. <laughs> I'm appalled. I just, but continue.
0: Give give me no. I rate, feel like I me. feel like
1: you guys weren't here for it. But at the, at the beginning, I feel like she was a solid like PG ten out of thirteen, oh, and she kind of went down to like an eight out of thirteen. But now I feel like she's back at like a. An 11 or yeah, 12 I'm, out of 13.
0: I'm awake. I'm awake now. Like, she went through it's, waves it's, during
1: this episode.
0: It's 9.41 a.m. I'm awake.
1: Wow, that sounded really convincing.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, sorry for the digression where Julia attacked me. Let's rate these movies. I just felt like we
1: should rank something out of 13, and you're sitting right there. <laughs> okay (laughs) i'll also rank emma out of 13 oh really i think emma's always a 13 out of 13 she she
0: is always julia you're (laughs) currently because you just attacked me i'm gonna give you a 7 out of 13 for being mean
1: i i was just being honest i think as friends we have uh a ethical and moral calling to hold each other accountable and that's just what i'm trying to do okay, okay. let's rank
2: these movies <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's start at the bottom which which one did you guys put last
2: i couldn't figure out like which is worse the like laura moreno christmas wish one Or the Lucy Hale Once Upon a Song one. And I think they're, Uh like, bad in their own way. Like, I think that the Lucy Hale one is more, like, insane, ridiculous, but it's, like, more fun to watch as a bad movie. Yeah. But the Laura Moreno Mm -hmm. one just, like, doesn't work quite as well. Yeah. It's just... Also, yeah. like,
0: I feel like a 2019 bad movie is much less fun than, like, an early 2000s bad That's movie. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, so, Emma, did you put the Christmas one last?
2: Yeah, I'll say, yeah, those are last or two last. I put the Christmas one last. I also put Christmas
0: one last. Wow. We're Though, th- I have some hot takes near the top. Okay. So we're not going to continue to agree. But, yeah, the Christmas one was just, it was bad, but it also was, like, less fun bizarre and fun, you know? Yeah. So
1: I would agree with that. What did you guys put next?
0: I put the Selena Gomez one <laughs> in four. Oh, case. really? Yes.
1: Whoa. Okay.
0: It might be because I can't remember it as well. But I feel like the stepsisters were not super memorable. Like the stepmother was like oh no, this was a good stepmother. Jane Lynch was great. She was the best part of this movie. But um it just like was kind of a little bit bland. There wasn't there wasn't anything too out there. Kind of stuck to the mold.
1: Interesting.
0: I, I might I might change my mind. I, I like my third and fourth place I was going back and forth. Um, but I did settle on Selena Gomez in fourth place. Gotcha. So there's my hot take.
1: Emma, what did you put?
2: fourth place is Lucy Hale because that one was kind of like also
1: at the bottom bottom tier. It, is, it yeah. is
0: bizarre. It is a very weird movie. What did you put in fourth place?
1: That's what's... Okay, this is interesting because I'm definitely not going to have the same opinions as you guys. I put... A Cinderella story. Like, the OG You put Hillary Duff? Hillary Duff. And this is, like, this thing. I loved Hillary Duff. I think it was just, like, the fact that, like, re this movie, I just hated Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. So much that it, like, overpowered everything else that I liked about this movie. Which is, yeah. like, I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like,
0: like this Hillary Duff has a lot that's very distinctive and iconic. The flip phones, the yeah. chat room, the, like, it's, it's very memorable. Um... And, like, there are so many iconic moments, the football game, that it's not my dream dad, it's yours. Like, I feel like there's just a lot there. And the, like, early 2000s crazy is just, I love it. I love it the, I mean and I I can, the, I can
1: completely great. 100% like agree with you I just like I feel like I almost when I was ranking these movies I was ranking them by how much I hate the Prince Charming character <laughs> like for some reason like that's really what I was like going by and he yeah. was just like one that yeah. I just hated so much like he
0: is he is definitely the second worst Prince Charming and the worst one is the Christmas one oh Christmas 100% Prince Charming. he's 100%. awful okay um, third place third place who's in third place
1: for me, I put If the Shoe Fits.
0: I also have If the Shoe Fits in third place.
2: I also put If the Shoe Fits as third place. It is oh,
0: very wow.
1: agreement among. It is, yeah. Yeah, it just kind of, it wasn't super spectacular. It wasn't yeah. the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I, I toyed between, like, maybe Selena Gomez is better than If the Shoe Fits. um, But I feel like they're both kind of a little Bland. I just I do like the British Hannah Montana moment. Um, oh. <laughs> I just kind of like I like that the two personas the best of
1: both worlds.
0: Yes. I like that the two personas are so different. Like that's the only one where it's kind of believable that he could not know it was the same person. And so that's kind of fun. I liked that. Um that and there sense. were some fun side characters. Um we didn't talk about her, but the girl who's like always falling asleep, one of the other VIP guests, like she has like a crazy mom but then the actual girl is like always asleep like she she was pretty iconic there was (laughs) there was some good stuff there
1: there was some good stuff there all right second place thoughts opinions
0: my second place is hillary duff
1: yeah same i have once upon a song which is lucy hale i think that's just because i remember as a child do you ever just like listen to songs that like like as a child you listen to songs with themes that are not related to your life, but you wish that they uh-huh. were. And I think it's just because in this soundtrack, it's a lot of Lucy Hale songs. And I remember mm-hmm. as a kid listening to her songs and be like, I totally get you, Lucy. Like, this is so, my gosh, this is my life. But like, uh, I mean, it obviously was not because I was like 11. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think like for me, that's why this like movie is in second as opposed to lower on the list. One, mm-hmm. like the chaos of the whole thing is just like, oh my God. Um, But two, just the fact that like Lucy Hale is singing all these iconic songs in it. I was like, yes, like I love that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, my justification is just like the OG one is like one of the, I guess, I don't know. I keep ranking like the more insane ones towards the bottom, but like this <laughs> one is kind of less insane and it has Hillary Duff, which has that going for it. And I didn't mention this uh-huh. earlier, but when I watched this when I was much younger, I had like it, this memory forms in my head where um "Come Clean" by Hillary Duff plays when the rain finally falls in the final uh, yes. scene, and she's kissing Chad Michael Murray, which would have made a lot of sense because it's a Hillary yeah. Duff song about letting the rain fall down. Um, <laughs> that is but true. But then we watched it, and that didn't happen. And I said, "Okay, I guess that happened in the Bernstein universe." Um, <laughs> uh,
0: okay. I I have Hillary Duff um second because it's it's very iconic 2004 um it's like i feel like it's a good amount of crazy um and i don't know it you know kicked it all off and i just love hillary duff so
1: all right guys drum roll top spot that was drum roll um uh- very nice <laughs> i had the selena gomez one Same. The, um and like another Cinderella story because my okay, hot
0: take is that I have Lucy Hale number one interesting it's it's terrible I see I ranked them by how much I enjoyed watching them like the enjoyment that I personally felt while watching it and it's just so bizarre like it's terrible I'm not saying it's a good movie I just had so much fun you, you just have to like get it, once you're in it's just crazy and it's a it's a it's a wild ride and i enjoyed the wild
1: ride. i do agree with that i mean like there was also the stepmom in this hired this man to paint her portrait and like <laughs> he is also always falling asleep while painting her yeah portrait. and iconic. she's always like alive um which i thought was funny like there's a lot of, i think i mean i can agree with that i i went back and forth between like the selena gomez one and the lucy hale one as first because mm-hmm. there is Like it's very, they're very engaging movies. Like you don't really get bored watching them because there's always something new and something weird weird happening. happening. Yeah, I put selena Gomez first because i honestly enjoyed the dynamic between the cinderella character and the prince charming character the most in this movie because Mm -hmm. it felt like they did have this very genuine connection of like they have common interests they're shown hanging out like and Mm -hmm. helping each other grow and so like to me i enjoyed seeing that relationship the most where as in most of the other movies i was like they don't seem like they should even talk to each other ever (laughs) um Or just I hated Prince Charming so much. And so Mm -hmm. like that was that was kind of my justification.
2: Yeah. Emma,
0: your
1: thoughts? Yeah, basically
2: Mm -hmm. same as Julia's. Like this is kind of like the most believable of the Cinderella stories. And I looked it up, apparently it's also the most the only like one to receive like decent critical reception. Wow. Like even
0: the Hillary Dust one
2: critics were like, No, this is garbage, (laughs) which like no, this is but I don't agree with that, but okay, yeah, but I do agree that, like, another Cinderella story holds up better than the other. Yeah,
0: ones. I just feel like because it's not terrible, it's, like, kind of boring.
1: <laughs> LOL.
0: <laughs> I also, I'm going to fact check this before I say it. Okay, okay, okay. So this the Prince Charming in the Selena Gomez Another Cinderella Story is the singing voice of Troy in the first high school musical movie
1: oh whoa like
0: I knew that Zac Efron didn't didn't sing Troy's voice which in so in the weird. first movie which is weird because he can't actually sing but this guy this Drew Seeley um was the singing voice of Troy
1: he also wow. shares a
0: birthday with me so
1: wow that's fun anyway <laughs> well Um, I guess, I guess we wrap up now unless anyone has any final thoughts. Yeah,
0: Um, this is, this is going to be, I'll see how much I, I added it down, but this is a long one.
1: This was a long one, but we had to, we had to cover a lot of ground. Emma was Mm -hmm. here, which was great. We we started this at like 8 a.m. in the morning. So Uh some people were feeling particular types of ways.
0: (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Emma, for being our first guest host. (laughs) I I appreciate your participation. Oh, we love you very much.
1: Emma, you're great, Thanks. and I think that you deserve everything ever.
2: Oh, well, thank you. I I I, <laughs> I agree. I deserve everything ever.
1: That is true. Yes. Well, facts. live from Emma's parents' closet, my bedroom, uh-huh. and Lizzie's bedroom. Yeah. This has been partial guidance. Thanks for coming with us, guys. <laughs> wow,
0: that was such a professional outro. We never we never have a solid outro.
1: Well, I am the professional one here.
0: Okay, editing Lizzie here. It is 2 a.m., I'm exhausted, and I'm a fool. Um, And basically, in our always smooth outro, um, we forgot to announce next week's movie. So here I am to do that right now. We're gonna watch the 2012 adaptation of The Lorax, which I kind of weirdly have brought up in conversation multiple times in the past week. So um, get ready for some hot takes and uh,
1: back to... Our awkward outro.
0: Bye. Make sure to like and subscribe,
1: and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. R-
0: review us on Apple Podcasts. Dance Like Jesus. Jesus. Hit us up. Do <laughs> all the things we have to say.
1: Um. All right. Well. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>